for the gentlemen listening, we all know that first impressions matter. And if you're not taking care of your skin, that's going to be the first thing someone notices. And they will either think that you're way older than you are, or you just don't care about your appearance. I have been guilty on both fronts. I'm an older guy. I have a red complexion because I haven't taken care of my facial skin. And it's stupid because I take care of my body. I take care of everything else. I just haven't paid attention to my face. Caldera Lab is helping me with this. C-A-L-D-E-R-A Lab, calderalab.com. Use a promo code VIKING, reference to Viking Update Show, and you will get 20% off Caldera, Caldera Lab products. That's the best offer you will find anywhere. I'm using it. And you know what? You're going to brush your teeth every morning, right? Do what I do. Put the Caldera Lab products right next to your sink and use them. Right after you brush your teeth, it'll take about the same amount of time as brushing your teeth. They have stuff to put under your eye that'll help kind of help the bags under your eyes that I've always had. They have stuff to put it on all over your face and neck. Some of it you rinse off, some of it you leave it on for the rest of the day. And for me, who I've had my skin break out, I've had you know all kinds of problems. Just have my face look presentable. It smooths things out. It calms things down. It keeps you from scratching your face. Uh, it's kind of magic. So go to calderalab.com, use the promo code VIKING, and you will get 20% off, and I promise you will not be sorry. You know, John, I'm never sure whether to trust anything positive I see out of a preseason NFL game in this era, but sometimes you can see negatives and they they seem to stick. They seem to matter. They seem to cost people their jobs. We will start with the positives here uh, today on the Viking Update Show. I I do think Ty Chandler looked really good. I'm interested in your opinion on him, though, because I'm not sure I see a great back. I think I just see a good NFL backup. Let's get into that and more here on the Viking Update show. He's John Krasinski from The Athletic. I'm Jim Suhan from the Star Tribune. Brandon Morton is our producer. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studios. Thanks to Aquarius Home Services, Caldera Lab, TSR Injury Law, and Star Bank. Best way to listen to this show or any show you like at the network. You might also be interested in Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider. He's offered a lot of great insights into the Daniil Hunter and Justin Jefferson negotiations, as well as everything else, is subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. All right, John, what was your takeaway with the running back situation on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, I I did like what I saw from Ty Chandler. I thought he was decisive running the ball. I thought he showed some explosion. Uh, the, the, his speed that has kind of been his calling card was evident in some of the runs and his ability to get to the edge. And so um, encouraging things. Uh, but I think like maybe kind of hinting at what you were getting at, not not anything that was breathtaking. Um, certainly not anything that says you know he's going to be a starting caliber running back in the league eventually. And maybe he will. Maybe he'll continue to develop and get a mastery of the playbook and and understand better. And maybe running behind the starting offensive line will be better for him as well. And um, and and that will create more big plays. But from what I saw was a was a solid performance. Um, which I think really fits with what this running back group is going to be. I mean, I think Alexander Madison is a solid running back. I don't, the days of Dalvin cook or Adrian Peterson or, or, or some of the other explosive backs that they've had being able to go into a game and thinking you might see him go for 150 and a couple of touchdowns. I don't think that's 
this group. And I don't think that's what they need from this group. So um, the encouraging part about it is, is that he did look from a, from a versatility standpoint, catching the ball, hitting the holes, doing those things. He looked very capable. And I think that's what the Vikings want from this stable of backs right now is they want capable. They want kind of um, no, you know, mistake free and just keep the chains moving. And that's what Ty Chandler did last night. It was a, it was a, it was a good performance, but, but nothing that was just uh, kind of out of this world. Yeah. I think he put it the right way. I think Madison will be a good, solid NFL back. I think Chandler is a good, solid backup. I thought McBride did not do himself any favors last night. I, I didn't see an NFL running back uh, when he was on the field. So I really think you're going to see Madison, uh, Wong Wu, and uh, Chandler as your primary three backs. And I'll say that I, I think Madison will do the job. I think he does everything pretty well. And he's had some explosive performances in the past. Wong was still the guy who intrigued me because I just think, you know, with a smart offensive staff, He's the guy you might match up on a linebacker. He's the guy who might catch a swing pass and take it 50 yards. He's the guy who might be able to catch one over the middle and, and turn it into a big play. I, I is Even though Chandler looked good, to me, Wong Wu, I almost see it as Madison, your starter, Chandler, your backup, Wong Wu, your third down, and pass receiving back. Yeah, and I, I mean, frankly, we have to see Wong Wu on the field. I do think yeah. that um, – I think that from a just pure depth chart standpoint, we want if we want to get into – you know, where everyone fits um, on this roster right now. I do think that last night's performance was very helpful for Ty Chandler in taking advantage of a bigger workload. And, you know, while Wang Wu was out, uh, this is Ty Chandler's opportunity to step in and show I can do this job. Like, the, you know, the, I deserve to be the number two back. And then to be able to spell Madison uh, during the games and 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 be the guy that you go to more often than not. Um, so Wang Wu, uh, by being out um, and by Chandler performing well, I think that that's not good for Wang Wu's hopes of being more than a kick returner um, at this point. So uh, we'll have to see if he can get back on the field, you know, in the preseason coming up here. But I do think he needs to do that if he wants to have a chance to be in the running back rotation uh, a little bit more regularly than just once every, every now and then as a, as a changeup style. That's, that's, that's where the situation is right now, given what we saw from Chandler last night and, and Wang Wu's injury and just not being able to be out there. Now let's get to the receivers, which I think is one of the most intriguing, maybe not the, Maybe the competition for the fourth spot and punt return isn't the most important thing, but I do think it's a really interesting room. You have Jefferson, a superstar, maybe the best receiver in the NFL, certainly the most productive receiver in the NFL. You have Addison added as a number one draft pick who, you know, even though it was very uh, small sample size, boy, he, that, that catch he made that was ruled not a catch was spectacular. Uh, he, made a, he made a nice adjustment on an underthrown ball by Mullins. He certainly looks like the guy – uh, that we've seen film on. And then they have two number one picks in Rager and Harry who have upside. And you know, I wrote about the Star Tribune. I, I think if you look at this mathematically, Rager is going to make about 2.4 million to be a fourth receiver who hasn't done much in the league and a punt returner in a league where fair catches are the norm. And I just think it's going to be really easy when it comes to cut down day. If Harry shows anything at camp and he's had a good first week to have Harry kind of take over the promising former number one receiver role 
and Powell would be your 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 punt returner and special teamer and fifth receiver. I, I just think that's going to make a lot of sense. And I think Rager's really going to have to perform exceptionally well for him to hold those guys off. Well, yeah, and I think like that, to his credit, he was productive last night. He was. Um, you know, he, uh, he didn't do anything spectacular, but he got open and he made catches and he made plays. Um, and so that's, I think, a good first step for Jalen Rager because you're right, Jim, he needs to really make a splash, I think, in this preseason, I, you know, you look back to some of the games last year, um, some of the struggles route running, some of the drops, um, uh, some of those things. He is, I think, in a hole that he has to climb out of. And Nikhil Harry coming in, you also, from everyone that I talked to, Brandon Powell has really kind of had an edge in the punt return um, situation. And I think that he also has a history with Kevin O'Connell. And so they um, so I think that there's a real strong chance that Powell makes the team both as a punt returner and then maybe as a down the depth chart receiver. And so I do think at this moment or certainly going into last night's game, I think Jalen Rager was on the outside looking in and trying to find a way to make an impression, make a splash and get back into consideration for a roster spot and he made some nice catches um got you know got really good separation um at, you know on, you know in his in his routes and maybe some of that was the competition he was going against but whatever he he did what he he made the plays and so he's going to need more of that though going forward because I do think that given sort of all of the other elements that that Kevin O'Connell is going to factor in when he's looking at that at at the roster uh, depth chart for receiver, I think that Rager it has a real fight on his hands to to make this squad. So um, I like Powell. Um, I I'm intrigued by Harry. I want to see more of him. He's really big, like he's a, just a big yep. dude. Um, so, but I do want to see more of it. But the, the early impressions are interesting, at least. And so um, we'll see if Rager can continue to kind of show up and 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 wedge his way back into the conversation. But right now, yeah, I think he's in trouble. And I think that's what's interesting about Harry is they have – Jefferson is a lean guy. Uh, Addison is a very lean guy. Some would say undersized. Osborne, uh, solidly built but not particularly tall, not big. Harry would give him that one guy who, you know, who can – I mean, Je- I'm not going to say Jeff- Jefferson can't go up and get whatever ball you want. But Harrison – Harry gives you that – kind of modern Chris Carter box out the defender catch the ball if it's thrown anywhere near you kind of guy if he performs yeah I think like when when you're looking at um assembling the the roster and when you're looking at third fourth fifth receivers whatever um one the one thing one thing you look at is returnability obviously Harriet does not have that but I think you're always looking for a a trait that can separate um, a, a player from the rest, maybe, you know, something that they bring to the table that none of the others in your position groups room do. And certainly Harry's physicality, um, just his sheer size is different from the rest of the group of receivers there. And so I think that gives him a, a, an edge over Jalen Rager, who his body type looks a lot like, Jefferson, um, Addison, Osborne just fits in that kind of mold. Um, he's, you know, and so you either need, you know, someone 
in that group that's just an a flat out burner and and a deep threat that way or a big physical dude and that's what harry is and so um he did not you know didn't do anything really all that exciting in new england um he's bounced around a little bit for a reason so i do want to see if he can put that body to use for the vikings but i do think that just that that physical nature and that frame is unique in that in that receiving room and i think that gives him something that the vikings probably want to think long and hard about um before they move on from him we're coming to you from the aquarius home services studios here's more about aquarius home services got here for aquarius home services fantastic news we're having a kinetico midsummer mega sale Ready for worry-free water, spotless dishes, and softer clothes? Ready for purified drinking water and removing contaminants like lead and those forever chemicals you hear about on the news? Now through August 12th, Aquarius is taking 25% off Kinetico whole home water treatment systems. And as your independent authorized Kinetico dealer, it all starts with a free water analysis. Schedule today at KineticoMN.com. For the gentlemen in the audience, we all know first impressions matter. And if you're not taking care of your skin, that's going to be the first thing someone notices and instantly either thinks you're way older than you are or just uh, that you just don't care about your appearance show them you do and make a great first impression with our newest sponsor at talknorth.com caldera lab c-a-l-d-e-r-a lab what is caldera lab it's a series of, of products that help your face they help your face face look and feel better this is almost perfect for me i've been using caldera lab products for the last week i i have not taken good care of my face it's sun damaged I have, I have allergies that cause me to break out. Uh, it's always been a problem, and it's always been a problem I have neglected to solve. Caldera Lab is helping me with that. Series of products help the bags under your eyes, help smooth out your skin. And also, the other thing I find is when you put this kind of a product on your face, I'm less likely to itch or scratch at my face because it's a nice, smooth-feeling lotion that sinks into your skin. I just highly recommend it. Hey, you're, you're going to brush your teeth today. Why wouldn't you take an extra minute or two to just take care of your face as well? Your face is every bit as important as your teeth. Just, just if you get Caldera Lab, put it right by your sink like I do, and just use it right after you brush your teeth every morning. It's going to make a difference. And we have our best offer available anywhere with Caldera Lab. Just insert chin Oh, I'm sorry. In this case, I'm sorry. For our baseball show, you would insert chin. For this one, uh, Viking Update. Viking Update will get you 20% off at calderalab.com and will make help you make an unforgettable first impression. Again, 20% off at Caldera Lab with the code Viking Update. Uh, or if you like our baseball show, use the word chin. Uh, we also want to tell you about TSR Injury Law, sponsor of many shows across the network. Really simple 612 TSR time if you're injured. Call that number. They will take care of you. They will only charge you if they win your case, and they win a lot of cases. Uh, you, you know the deal. You've seen this, the billboards everywhere. All you need to remember is 612-TSR-TIME, 612-TSR-TIME. And also, I want to thank All Energy Solar. All Energy Solar panel installations are done right and made easy, thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from designed installation and everything in between. More about going solar, solar is can be found at allenergysolar.com slash coach, or you can just go to allenergysolar.com and find out everything you need to know about solar for home and for business. All right, we 
have to talk about quarterbacks. It's a requirement. I thought Mullen started off shaky and got better. I thought that uh, Hall was not what you wanted to see if you're a team that spent a draft pick on a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's it's for me. I, I was I walked away more impressed by Nick Mullins than I was really concerned about Jaron Hall. I guess because my expectations were not high for Hall going in, even though there have been really good reports about how he is acclimating to the NFL and, and what he's looking like in practices and things like that. You just know that um, in, in your first preseason game, when you are not a top pick, when you are playing in the second half with a bunch of backups um, including on the offensive line. Um, I, I just think that there's just a lot that goes into that that would indicate that it's going to be a bit of a rough showing. And if it's not, you know, if it's it's if if you really do look good, then then that really opens eyes and say, okay, maybe you really have a player. Um, but for Hall, I think I was just I I just wasn't surprised at all that it was. You know, ragged that it was sort of all over the place that it looked at times like you know the game was going a million miles an hour around him I mean I just think that's natural for a player picked where he was picked um and and just making his debut with a bunch of other guys who many of them were picked you know in it, right around where he was and so um that that part of it I just want you know I'll, I'll just want to give him time he's he, we're under no illusions that he's going to be ready for any kind of playing time anytime soon. And so throw him out there, see what happens and then let him learn from it and, 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 and see where it goes with Mullins though. I I thought he threw the ball really well. I thought he had pretty good command of the offense. Um, his accuracy was really on point. Even the ball to Addison that he made an incredible catch on that was ruled incomplete, even though it was complete. I mean, that was put right where it needed to be. Uh, just to give him a chance to catch it and only him. Um, and so I just, I just, uh, I've kind of, I've been very ambivalent about Nick Mullins so far. Um, and, and, you know, it, he's just one of a series of Kirk Cousins backups that have never, you know, been anything that excited me. But I, I just thought that he, he showed a good leadership, a good command of things. And, was just fine last night, and I think that's what you can hope for out of out of a backup when you're paying your starter what what you're paying him. I, I do think he's a major upgrade from Sean Mannion. There's no doubt about yes. that. He can he can run your team. He, he's not gonna he's not gonna kill you. Uh, he can make some throws. And I was a little concerned with the first couple of drives, but he also was under very very intense pressure behind that offensive line. Uh, so the question is, do you include Mullen and Hall in the trade for Trey Lance? <laughs> I think you do, right? If you're going to get your franchise quarterback, um, can you give Mullen up both? And, can you really give up both? Well, maybe not. I mean, maybe not. Maybe this will because well, I mean, what the the 49ers traded a bundle to to go up and get Lance, and then they ended up you know preferring Brock Purdy over him anyway. So maybe they'd want maybe maybe Trey Lance would be a nice backup for Jaron Hall one day. So maybe there you want to hold on to Hall. It was funny. I was watching ESPN this morning. By the way, ESPN is now analyzing practice interceptions that's how deep they are in the sell out to the nfl mode hey we sell out to the nfl a certain amount here we try to do it a little more ethically than they do but uh it's it is interesting that the, the reports out of san francisco are that lance is having a great camp and yet 
Purdy's going to be a starter and Darnold is in camp. And it's it just everything's set up for a trade of Trey Lance. I just don't know who trades what to get somebody who just hasn't played that much, even though he looks like a, a wonderful young quarterback. Yeah, and, and it's also, Jim, like it's a conundrum, I think, for the Niners. Oh, yeah. Um, because you do have a, a quarterback that you spent an incredible amount of capital to trade up for to get that clearly there were a lot of people in the building that believe in him, believed in him at the time. Those people are still employed by the Niners. No one, the, Shanahan and uh, Lynch have not moved on. Like they are, the, it's the same leadership. And so if, if he truly is having that great of a camp and like how much do you want to just kind of maybe hold on to him just because what if Brock Purdy doesn't get it done. Um, what if that was a flash in the pan or what if he gets hurt again or, you know, things like that. Um, it's just really, that's really interesting to me, both what would it, what would a, a team give up for a, a highly drafted, very young prospect, um, who hasn't had much experience out there and, and, and not, and certainly not any success, but has a lot of the physical tools, and then do you, if you're the Niners, do you punt on that right away? That's um, those thing. Those guys are hard to find. And so um, I would be more inclined if I were the Niners to ride it out a little bit longer, just given the investment that you had in them, just in case something happens above them, unless they just really do think that Brock Purdy is their guy. And, and it's, a, and, and that's, you know, unquestionable at this point. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's to me going to be one of the most interesting stories of the years. How they handle their quarterback situation, and the thing is, Shanahan's quarterbacks, and it seems to be just a matter of luck. His quarterbacks have not stayed healthy. So, do you feel mm-hmm. comfortable trading Trey Lance? Yeah. I mean, it's such a good roster. I, I just, I would not put that franchise, that team, which has a Super Bowl caliber roster, in the hands of Sam Darnold, and you don't know if Purdy's no. going to stay healthy. Yeah, because, it, it, yeah, the, I mean, that's the thing. Like, this is a team that f- believes the rest of the roster is Super Bowl caliber. Like, that's the goal is, like, they want to win a lot of games, be competitive, and make a run in the playoffs. And that means that you have to cover your bases um, and make sure that you have a quarterback because it can't happen like last year, right, where – they literally did not have a quarterback in the playoffs to play um, and who could actually throw the football. Um, And so how they handle that is going to be just super intriguing. Now, maybe it could, this could also be a a case and I don't know the finances of the 49ers right now, maybe just given some of the other guys they have to pay and, and and all that, maybe they just have to unload Lance because of that. He was, he's a high draft pick. He's making a good salary. Yep. And maybe you have to just balance your books that way. If that's the case, okay. But from a purely competitive standpoint, um, yes, I would not want to be one injury away from Sam Darnold being my guy um, for, uh, for a team that thinks it can win the NFC, as the 49ers clearly do. Because I do check in with ESPN occasionally. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I just don't know whether their median expectation of the Jets winning three Super Bowls is is appropriate <laughs> at this moment. Uh, but they are very excited about Aaron Rodgers being in New York with a very talented uh, – so so between hard knocks, Aaron Rodgers 
tainted recent history, but the obvious math that you're adding a great quarterback to a very good roster. I mean, where are your expectations for him and that team? Yeah, you know, I I don't I don't know if what I'm doing right now is kind of succumbing to the the hard knocks hype, which I try to avoid doing that every year, but I I often take the bait whether I'm in a fantasy draft and I and I really like a you know a backup running back that's being featured on the show or something like that. Um but it seems like Rodgers is coming into Jets camp with a you know, and has it has had a positive impact early with leadership, with engagement, with some of the things that you wondered about with him within Green Bay. And he seemed, you know, pretty flaky back uh, in his final couple years in Green Bay. Maybe this is just enough, at least for this season, to sort of put that chip on his shoulder and have him more motivated, more determined to prove people wrong and all those kind of tired cliches. But it's real. I mean, it happened for Brett Favre. It happens for a lot of players. So, um, you know, I, I, I like what I see. I love Garrett Wilson. I don't know why it's taken so long for them to sign Dalvin cook, but if they do, I mean, that's a huge addition for them. Um, their defense is phenomenal. I don't think their offensive line is great. They play in a very difficult division. Um, so I, I'm generally high on them because I did like what I saw, especially against the Vikings last year when they came in he, uh, to Minnesota and when that defense with Gardner and um, and Reed on the corners and like just I really like the nastiness that that defense brings. And now you 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 bring a real quarterback in. Um, I think they're going to be really good, but that division is so difficult that um, if they win it or you know going deeper into the playoffs they are going to earn it this is not going to be one of those times where they take advantage of a soft schedule and um and 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 things just fall their way i mean you got to play the you know the dolphins are really good the bills are really good the patriots are you know are not going to be a pushover that's a really tough division to win but i like a lot of their talent so i'm probably buying into a little bit more of the hype though i'm not ready to crown them you know three time champions coming up here but i i i'm i think they're gonna be really fun to watch i think they're gonna win a lot of games someone told me you should crown their asses <laughs> i i think uh you know rest in peace denny but uh i i have to have that in the back of my mind all the time when i when i'm thinking about crowning someone's ass um i i hesitate a little bit thanks thankfully for denny so i'm not sure crowning somebody's ass is like the most efficient way to apply a crown either. anyway, but that's just, you know, that's just second guessing on my part. Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, theories about where actually some players brains reside in their okay. bodies and Fair enough. sometimes it, it can be, you know, down in that area. So maybe that's, maybe that's the right thing actually. You make a very scientific point. Yes. Uh, l- let us get a final thought. Thanks to our producer, Brandon Morton. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Aquarius home services, TSR injury law. Starbank and our newest sponsor at talknorth.com, Caldera Lab, C A L D E R A L A B.com. Uh, your final takeaway from the first preseason game. You know, um, let me be like the, the 90th person to just be really enamored with Ivan Pace Jr. Um, it, he is a five foot 10 wrecking ball as a linebacker, undrafted. Uh, he was all over the place last night. Now, there were some times where maybe there's some breakdowns and coverages and you saw some things that absolutely need to be 
uh, improved upon and learned and 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 understood going forward. But man, uh, the energy and the physicality that he plays with. I mean, the 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 guard that he blew up on on that play in the first half. Uh, that's a different sort of physicality from that position than we have seen with the Vikings linebackers, certainly last year. And I think that fits in with Brian Flores's mentality of just kind of get out there and, and wreck some dudes. And so um, I really, I can't wait to see what happens the rest of this preseason with him. Does he get his way into a starting spot? Does he, um, is he more of a special teamer? But I think he's going to find his way onto the field and, and, and do it often and, and be one of those guys that can absolutely blow up a play, but then also might get burned once or twice as well. But I think that's a really nice find so far for the Vikings as an undrafted guy at a position of dire need for them. Um, if he can really kind of follow this through with the, with the performance we've seen in camp in that first preseason game, that's, that's a big thing for their defense. And on the broadcast, they threw out some, you know, wild comparisons, Zach Thomas, uh, yes, you know, Sam down. Mills, all that. But but I, here's here's what I'll say, uh, maybe a more relevant, realistic comparison, uh, slightly short, not undersized, but shorter middle linebacker who really knows how to play. He could be an Ed, Ed McDaniels type. Ed McDaniels yeah. is not a high draft choice. He was not yep. particularly big, but he was smart and he was aggressive and he he played the game really well. Yeah, I, I like that comparison. Um, one of my favorites from like the my very early days of covering that team, and you know he was a guy I enjoyed talking to. Um, and 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 it's a good comparison too because like let's just hold off on comparing them to Hall of Famers um, for a little bit. But uh, but Ed hey, Ben Lieber is going to compare people to Hall of Famers. That's what he does. <laughs> but uh, but Ed McDaniel is just a really solid uh, player for the for the Vikings and a and a long time helpful uh part of that defense who made a lot of plays and and was a really good presence and so um if if he could even get to ed mcdaniel status that would be great um that would be much better oh, than be anyone expects yes. as an under, undrafted guy and um and and i would like it for sure uh so that, that's a good pull by you Thanks to John. Thanks to Brandon. Thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. Check out Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider. Check out Mike Grimm's Go Gopher podcast for insights on P.J. Fleck. And also, uh, he had the scoop on Spencer Tollickson stepping away from broadcasting. Tons of good stuff at TalkNorth.com. If you find a show you like, subscribe to it. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen, and we do appreciate it.